0: Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining. I'm the core behavioral psychologist, Dr. Tricia Rampersad. And today we have someone who was actually on my podcast exactly a year ago to the date. Um, I have Dr. Lemney Perez. She's born in Harlem, New York, and she's an Afro-Dominican writer, actress, psychologist, abstract NFT artist, and collector. She is a curator for NFT dot, dot Tips. Searchlight Curator Team, and is the coaching lead and secretary board member at the Dream Conduit, a carbon neutral nonprofit DAO. Dr. Lemony has sold over 60 one-on-one NFTs and is collected by World of Women, Nyla Collection, and has shown at a dozen NFT art shows. Dr. Lemony Perez was featured in Forbes Magazine, and known original platform. She is a 2022 speaker at NF, at the NFT New York City Conference. Dr. Lemney is also the seasonal creative director for The Mintless, an NFT music podcast on Spotify, and, it is a, and is the board member at MANA XR Technologies, Inc., a web XR company. Lastly, she is a community lead at EQQO Labs, consultant at Queens Collection and Xanos NFT project. Welcome, Dr. Perez. Lemmy Perez. Thank you so much, Dr. Prasad. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. So we know each other from grad school, and I actually saw a post. Dr. Lemmy Perez also made it on Times Square in New York City, which is phenomenal. (laughs) Yay! So tell, tell us about what is an NFT from your understanding? We know you're sure. an expert, and tell us about your artwork and, and how can people get into it? Sure. So, uh, thank you so much again
1: for having me. Um, congratulations on your show. Obviously, it was, I can't believe it's been a year since I, like, you know, we did this. I just started
0: 2020, but the year to the date since the that last I came. Year, yes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that is amazing. That, like, Time looks thanks like for having me quick. back. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me back. And now within the context of, you know, so much has happened within like this past year in the world of uh, Web3 and NFT. So, gosh, what is an NFT? Thank you for that question. Um, so uh, an NFT stands for a non-fungible token. Um, and what that means is it is a, an item uh, that's digital, and it could be anything. It could be a photograph. It could be a document. It can be, a, uh, you know, a digital painting. Um, but it, it is placed on a blockchain, um, and what that makes it. Um, what that does is when you put that NFT on a blockchain and it's attached to a a cryptocurrency, and and again, I'm not the best person to ask about this, um, but when you attach it to that, um, you put it on the blockchain and it is immutable, you can't change it. um, And it also um, demonstrates who has ownership over it and what's the context of that contract right? Of, of what that NFT represents. So for instance, you know, I have NFTs that are art related. I have NFTs, you know, that you can have like spiritual consultation with me. You can have NFTs that can be like, you know, like concert tickets. Um, an NFT can be a birth certificate, you know, if you want to have proof of authenticity of something. So in essence, um, it is, is something um, that, that is, a, is, is a digital document um, that has provenance. And you put this on the blockchain and, and that, um, you yeah. know, uh, makes it gives it uh, a reference in value and a determination. So I hope that's helpful. I know it's super abstract, um, but this world of NFTs has been really uh, just amazing and fantastic in terms of like it could be anything, Trisha. You yeah. know, like it really yeah. can be, um, you know, you put your mind to it if, if you want to work with people abroad. instance me um uh my my first nft was um to to build um homes for people in nepal so like after the monsoons yeah 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 so after the monsoons like um we 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 were able to um you know generate funds to rebuild um that that those homes for for those people um so th- those are just different types of projects. The one that was on Forbes, actually, which right. I'm happy to talk a little bit more That's, about. Let me talk so, about
0: that. That's so interesting that you made Forbes. That's so phenomenal. And the Nepal and everything, with your project in Nepal. Yeah, let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, so the one in, in um, Forbes was really wonderful. So like I'm, I'm a child of an incarcerated parent. And I, a lot of my clinical hours that I did were in... Um, in jails, prisons, and juvenile halls. Okay. And so um, there was this opportunity for um, this project. Um, a, a woman called Hanifa Walida, who was a spoken word poet, um, she, she came up to me and she was like, I'm, I'm doing this project. Um, and one of my artists uh, dropped out. I have 20 spoken word uh, artists. And w- one of them uh, was Saul Williams. You know, like the infamous spoken word poet. Um, And we we were matched, they were matched with 20, um, you know, visual artists. And one of them had dropped out. So I was like, of course, you put me in, you know. Um, And so um, this this collection of all these artists uh, got together to celebrate the life um, and to support the legal fees of a gentleman named Keith Lamar. And Keith has been on death row for about 23 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And so uh, we all got together. And so this particular NFT that got highlighted on on Forbes uh, is is, is an effort to really um, promote and and bring advocacy um, to the situations of people who are marginalized and wrongfully accused. You know, in, in our judicial system, and to um, leverage the technology, um, love, support, artistry, you know, um, and 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 financial resources to support you know um, someone in, in in a destitute and and dire situation in life. So um, it's it's been really uh, full circle. This wow. this space for me. Mm-hmm.
0: So amazing, so amazing, and admirable. it's and. yeah I remember watching like so many people and celebrities now are definitely speaking up about death row and people who are wrongfully incarcerated um even for minor crimes or what have you so I really commend you for doing that that's amazing that's so amazing also your artwork was featured also in art can you talk more about that in galleries and and whatnot
1: sure so um you know what's been really i've had the privilege of like now because you know Trish i didn't have any like um experience or at least nothing no professional experience in terms of like doing art my art was always right. something that for me was uh, like not necessarily like a hobby but something that was personal you know that was a conduit um and it was something that i had initially like began life wanting to be a film director and wanting to go into the arts, but didn't necessarily have the support from like my parents, you know, who are like immigrants and they're like, we just want you to, you know, do well. And didn't really like understand the, you know, the just the social structures of the United States in that way that, you know, if, 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 if it, there's more potential um, in the U.S., you know, to, to make it as an artist than, you know, in, in, in developing countries, right? right. And so um, in, in any event, to make a long story short, um some of i've i've had the opportunity now in nfts because the issue is is that there there isn't a middleman anymore you know in terms of like galleries yeah. and the people who would kind of like um be the ones who were who were determine you know what type of artwork or like who were the people who got access into those spaces um that has been really suspended you know the 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 contact that you have with your consumers and your collectors and and the people who 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 you know who hang with you, (laughs) you know, um, this is something that you have direct contact with that you don't need an intermediary, you know? And so that's the really fantastic thing about NFTs is that um, if someone is interested in your cause, um, there's nothing standing in the way of you having access to them, if that makes sense. So that has been really wonderful. So vis-a-vis with all that said, um, you know, as, as a curator, I've been able to have like a lot of opportunities to understand, how to put these shows together, who are the people who are doing these things, you yeah. know, who are doing these what projects.
0: The what What is a curator? Sorry to interrupt. Well, what is sure. for some people who are listening to this or watching this mm-hmm. for the first time and want to get into NFTs? What exactly is a curator?
1: Okay, so um, a curator is someone who Gosh, and, and, and again this is my understanding and very you know, basic you know definition a curator is someone who in my definition also you know because I, I think that there's different understandings of this but my understanding of, of how I come into curation is people who select um, work that's going to be featured in an art show okay. right so they have made the decision to put the production together to identify you know the works that are going to be seen um, displayed etc Um, so for me, I think that my role while being a curator is really to open up the doors That's completely, it. you know, like I'm not here to be like, a, like my desire is to be as far away from being a
0: gatekeeper as possible, <laughs> you uh, know,
1: like there were, you
0: know, come to you with the painting or their artwork, their digital artwork or what have you, and then you would be the person to decide. Is that what I so gonna, yeah that's awesome so we have a team we have a
1: team called Searchlight site and we, we do different shows together and we call for artists and um, we decide you know what art is going to be placed in the metaverse you know or wherever we're having in real life our shows but it's really fantastic to see um, artists who previously didn't have the opportunity to show their work because there wasn't really um, you know for digital art there really wasn't um, a, a market for that you know right. that you can you can hang an oil painting but what are you going to do with digital artwork but you know take a a uh you know a screenshot of it and like yeah. you know use it as a screensaver so um th- these are different things and that are happening now with this new technology that is just really revolutionizing you know how we interact with art how we collect art you know how we perceive art what do we consider is art you know and and also the
0: value of it so it's been really interesting Talk about the value because i know some people are probably interested in how to make Money on NFTs or basically on their artwork, and how do you even get started? Oh my goodness, this is such a good question,
1: F- FYI, because I think that a lot of people are like, "Oh, NFTs, yeah, I'm gonna make millions or like, "NFTs, yeah, that's a scam,"
0: <laughs> you know? Well, I was gonna ask that too. We like, there's probably scams out there too. We like, how do we know what's legit and what's not, right? So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, um, it's you know it's, it's something that you learn as you as you go and grow in the space, right? Because you um, you y- you you start to learn who the people are and, and and what we call those things are rug pulls. You know when someone pulls a rug from under you, and and, and that's a that's a fraudulent, right. you know. Pro- where you buy into an NFT project and you're thinking that I'm buying into this community that's giving to, you know, X, Y, and Z, or that I'm supposed to be receiving X, Y, and Z perks, you know, um, and then, it, or, or that I think that I can, you know, flip the token, the NFT, because these are assets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, make money off of it. Sometimes not so much the case. Um, I think that the people who are successful are um, folks who are very specific, you know, about what it is that they want to do are very kind of clear um, and also have a previous history. You know that this is not the first rodeo. I think that arriving at this space is like a compendium of a whole bunch of different skill sets and ten thousand hours of some type of expertise that now has like flourished and like manifested into this opportunity to like really grow. But I don't think that anybody who comes into the space necessarily is um, making something out of nothing. You know, um, these are kind of like long, like or, or these projects that have. Um, you know, either a social impact involved, you know, are going to, you know, affect people's lives. Right. Um, typically, you know, you, you put, you know, you put human beings in front of something and, and, and love and, you know, 10, you know, nine times out of 10, it's going to be successful, right? Because right. it's kind of like when, when, you're, when you're trying to help other people, the universe helps you, right? right. And so the projects that I see that have more, um, more success, you know, um, uh, players who are doxxed, and by docs are when they're documented, when you can, you know who they are, you know, um, they're not anonymous, you know, um, a lot of people in crypto um, like to um, maintain their, their identity in confidentiality, you know, and people have every, every right to do that. Um, however, when I'm investing my money and time because of the history of lack of transparency, You know, um, I I would like to know, you know, who are the people who are in the project, you know, and what their their backgrounds are and, um, you know, their intentionality behind what they're doing. So it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag.
0: So then you just you pretty much make sure you know who you're dealing with. They're just not someone online. You do your homework, your due diligence, so to speak. Okay. yeah,
1: um, we call it a d-y-o-r do your own research okay. so you'll hear d-y-o-r as part of uh some of the vernacular so if you hear that it's do your own research um what what works for somebody else isn't necessarily going to work for you right. you know and so like i think that it's really important for people to um you know when they're creating their own nfts and when they're trying to see what what might be efficient or efficacious, like it's really contingent on your own experience. So this is really a place where there is no pattern. There is no blueprint. You know, people can really do what they, what they wish. So um, right. yeah,
0: I hope that answers your question. No, I yep. love it. Yes, you did. You did. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned metaverse. I've heard metaverse a couple of times, and I have an idea. And some people may not know what it is, or did hear what it was. And I'm hearing Snoop Dogg talk about metaverse. I'm hearing my sister talk about metaverse. What is metaverse in your own words? And we know you're not an expert. This is just your definitions, your opinions. Um, it's pretty much subjective, right? So
1: yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks for that. For that yeah. disclaimer. So. The metaverse is, is is a place that is um the, gosh there's no time and space in the metaverse okay it is um an ethereal place that you can access through um uh, augmented reality virtual reality headset mm-hmm. goggles mm-hmm. um so when you put these on um you can uh, purchase different apps they give you different types of uh, virtual experiences um, and different micro environments. Okay. Um, and people are being, are able to um, do therapy there, you know, because it exposes clients to different types of visual environments that can be really um, rehabilitating in terms of like trauma informed um, recovery, which yeah. I, uh, you know, they've been doing at the VA um, with, with, um, with, 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 uh, with you know, with 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 the folks that, that, that are coming back or who are serving and okay. so it's been really interesting um, to, to see uh, how how that's going to manifest in fact you know I'm, I'm on a board of one of these these companies that's really um, looking forward to um, exploring mental health and in the metaverse in particular uh, okay. of, uh, yeah and and it's funny <laughs> because one of my friends is actually um, and I, I, I'm giving him a shout out because he's a fantastic human being and 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 that's um crypto wizard who's been really helpful to, to Snoop Dogg
0: um with crypto his metaverse <laughs> <laughs>
1: so big ups <laughs> to crypto wizard
0: crypto wizard shout out for Dr. Lopez yeah, yeah. shouted you out because he helps with Snoop Dogg he's looking, that's yeah that's pretty awesome um so in these metaverses right are people nfts in those metaverses they so are. you
1: can yeah yeah there's 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 a different um you know platforms you know, uh, they, that you can um, come in and uh, build your own land, build your own galleries, you know, build your own spaces. You know, people are working out, having gyms, clubs where people come and hang out, have like fake drinks. You know, like it's it's really, if folks are really taking to it. It's really interesting because when you do put on the goggles, it gives you a very kind of a, it's a different experience. You You feel kind of like you're there, but you're not. You know, so there's a lot of things that are happening for people, like um, psychologically, uh, they, you know, folks, are they feeling like threatened or even, you know, um, not necessarily uh, like uh, someone told me they go someone, uh, someone accosted them you know like someone like uh like a little kid kicked her you know and she's like my goodness how do i deal with you know children who are unsupervised which is something that's also um an an issue there but that's the metaverse in a nutshell i i hope that answers your question and we could go at length and
0: yeah yeah. you did it you did the best that was good it's all virtual it's all virtual it's not really reality but it's all virtual and um, I think people can even make money if they were to open a club in a metaverse or something like that. People pay to get in that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what's next for you? Like, what are you doing with the NFTs? And and you do talk at um, other places. And what are some things you talk about? Sure. So, um, just recently,
1: um, so just recently, I did a talk at uh, NFT NYC, which just um, was a big conference here in the city um they had about I don't know 1500 speakers I I believe if I'm not mistaken in the proximity of Uh, I was one of them and I was on a panel with a whole bunch of other um clinicians in the space um you know getting off the couch and into the metaverse right and so (laughs) that's that's what we're doing now um and and uh essentially what come again
0: that's so interesting it's just because people are so, I think a lot of therapists and psychologists are used to now working from home or like it, or yeah. if not in in a hospital setting or a clinical setting. And now you have a metaverse, because then that's virtual. Therapy. Yeah, it's just so fascinating to me. Yeah, so it you- is.
1: It's amazing. Also, like Trisha, I I wanted to mention, you know, there's a lot of like mental health spaces on Twitter. You know, lots of like the NFT community um, accesses a lot of like a. Uh, different, uh, you know, mental health spaces in that way. But for me, what's next is, um, you know, I'm really interested in um, leaving legacy on the blockchain. Like for me, it's not so much about making money. You know, it's more kind of like, you know, what what are people 100 years from now going to look back and see what we were doing with this big experiment with this point in time? So I'm really interested in creating an art project that is resonant with my um, with my dissertation, so I want to turn my dissertation into an NFT project. Uh, awesome. And so I would really, that would, that would be What's your super
0: dissertation. Cool. What's your dissertation?
1: So just briefly, uh, my dissertation's title. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a real and idealized beauty constructs among Dominican women in Washington Heights. New York and how that impacts their self-esteem. So we talked about beauty, you know, um, body image, colorism, hair, all those things and how that impacts, um, you know, uh, women's work in terms of like beauty and how that impacts um, our self-esteem and our mental health. So I would love to uh, illustrate this and put this on the blockchain as a way of, of really informing women about um, resiliency. And just really quickly, uh, yeah. One of The most wonderful thing that, you know, the r- 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 conclusions that came out of that dissertation was that um, in terms of, like, you know, ethnic identity and how women identified and, and, and the impact on their self-esteem, when I asked women how they identified and, you know, how they felt about themselves, um, the women who had the highest self-esteem, because Dominican women are very, uh, like, racially and culturally diverse, um, the women who had the highest self-esteem were the, were the women who were, uh, who identified as black Dominican. And the reason for that is because the idealized beauty, um, they said, I'm never going to have like skin like that. I'm never going to like fulfill that. So they released that tension and that anxiety of having to fulfill that ideal and right. just said, I'm, I'm screw that. I'm just going to rock with me and ex- start to accept myself and vis-a-vis start loving myself, you know? And so, um, So what was, you know, the the moral of the story of this dissertation is, you know, um, when we stop fighting and start to accept, um, that's when we start to um, increase, uh, you know, positive feelings and love towards oneself. So um, this is something that I would really love to leave a legacy, you know, on the blockchain. Uh, with my work here in the NFT space, so Tr- Trisha, thank you so much for asking these wonderful questions. Oh, and,
0: that's um, awesome! Really that's awesome. Like you're using your NFTs and in your NFT space and and the connections you made to do good. You're like, I'm not about to just make money on this or anything. It's to do good, like the house, the the issues in Nepal and incarceration and and beauty standards in Dominican, um, Afro, African, and uh, Caribbean women. That's pretty phenomenal. Dr. Lemony Perez, I'm very proud of you. Thank you, <laughs> Dr. Tersa I appreciate you. <laughs> That's just is so awesome. I love it. I love it if anyone wants to get in touch with you, if they have questions, if they want to know first steps on how to do NFTs or, or even just connect with you and, and how do they get in touch with you? Do you have um, an email or something, an Instagram mm-hmm. or something that they can contact you?
1: Absolutely. So I'm, I'm on all platforms. I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on, uh, on Twitter. So for those of you who are coming into NFTs, Twitter is really where the community lives and thrives. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find me there at, at LEM mm-hmm. uh, underscore underscore NY. So LEM, right? My name is Lemni. So LEM underscore underscore NY. Yeah. Um, you can also find more information about the Dream Conduit, which is the nonprofit DAO that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, that's where I do the vast majority of like my mental health work um, yeah. in the NFT space. Um, and we have rooms daily in Clubhouse. And you can also find The Dream Conduit on Twitter spaces. I mean, on Twitter, rather. Um, so really, really excited about connecting with people. My, um, my DMs are open. <laughs> so I'm happy to connect with people and talk about all things related to, you know, mental health, um, art, uh, technology, you know, um, coins, you know, crypto. I'm sure people have
0: questions about crypto too. Crypto is very interesting because you really have to be careful with how you're investing and, and all that other good stuff. And I mean, thank you so much for coming on and talking about also their psychological ramifications of VR, the virtual reality world. and, And that's pretty awesome that you were able to touch base on that, you know? Um, and we'll definitely keep in touch. I thank everyone for tuning in. I thank you, Dr. Lemney Perez so much. And thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'm Dr. Trisha Rampersad, the core Behavioral Psychologist, and I hope this was very informative for you. Thank you, everyone, for t- tuning in. Bye. Thank you. Bye.